Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are, you are now, now listening, listening to, to There will be plenty of time for Mike G to do his victory lap and gloat. So okay. I would definitely have made concessions for you to do that. Let's yeah, make sure we get to that. We will definitely do that. Let's get into that. But the NCAA on Monday uh, cracked down on NIL even further. And we'll read off what the interim NIL new policy is. And we got some takeaways from the updated rules. So I'll, I'll let you guys know. We'll talk about the first. We'll talk about the first bullet point that we got from the interim NIL policy. First point is boosters and or collectives are not allowed to contact recruits or compensate athletes contingent upon a player's enrollment or performance at a particular institution. Now, collectives, uh, help me if I'm, help me out, fellas. An example of a collective would be like NIL Auburn, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. And so they are not allowed to actually contact recruits directly or or compensate them as an incentive for signing their uh, letter of intent with the university, right? So this has been kind of what coaches have been pushing for. Uh, administrators have been a push, been pushing for to kind of combat some of the things we've seen in college sports. Uh, there's also been accusations of things like tampering. Uh, we've we've heard few head coaches' names being thrown in the mix, a few players' names been thrown into the mix of allegations of tampering, uh, guys announcing they're entering the portal but committing the next day to another school, leaving to suspicions of such. It seems like the spirit or the letter of the law finally caught up to the spirit of the law, which the intent was for guys to just profit off their name, image, and likeness not auctioning off players to the highest bidder, right? So, B-Will, I'll start with you. How much does this help or or address some of the problems that was introduced with allowing NIL? I think very little, honestly. And the reason is because people just can't be as blatant with it is what it is. Um, what What the major changes I think you'll see are somebody's going to make that formal announcement where they get the graphic done and they put, my, here are my plans to transfer. And I think those back channels to the place where they want to go are still going to be active. And those are the players that, the current player who's transferring, the players he knows on the teams that he's looking at. Um, the the contact, because a lot of pro- programs have this, the person who's not actually a member of the program, he's not on their payroll, but he still does work for the program. He still talks to recruits. He still, uh, you know, kind of is an advisory person to kind of steer recruits one way or another. And those people will still be active channels to the places that a recruit wants to go. If this recruit is good enough, he will have some of those people more than likely reaching out to his friends and family. If they just even hear a whisper that he wants to leave, 
a lot of the things that went on under the surface behind closed doors five years ago that were against NCAA rules, they still happened. They just weren't overt. They weren't extremely visible. Now that the NCAA is defining what is clearly against the rules, people will now take a step back for sure. They'll clean up the presentation of what they're doing. The place that the kid wants to go is going to talk to somebody and say, hey, listen, yeah, they're interested. Don't make any announcements or anything. Just say you're going to get in the portal. We'll be in contact. All right. Yeah, we're getting it all set up. We're going to clear. They're going to clear a roster spot. A couple of dudes has been acting up. They're going to get rid of it because you you probably number one. That's it. It's 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 giving some shape and some form to it so that there will look like a formal process. There will look like uh, a process where the, the recruit had to make some hard decisions, but it will still be the same thing, at least as far as transfer tampering with NIL. I don't know how many degrees of separation need to be created. And I'll have to read the the rules more thoroughly, the new announcement more thoroughly, because I have not yet. So I'm looking forward to do that as we cover it today. I want to know exactly what boosters or collectives mean. How how, how we we've they've got to define that very, um, very carefully. I, I, I have a I have a I have a definition that I researched. That okay. people have been been stating a booster is any third party entity that promotes an athletics program, assists with recruiting, or assists with providing benefits to recruits, enrolled student athletes, or their family members. Okay. okay. Now, uh, the the a collective is a third party designed to funnel name, image, and likeness deals to prospective student athletes or enrolled athletes who might be considering transferring. Right. So with that being stated, I think that the actual NIL collectives will look essentially, they will look clean. I think they'll look clean. I think there will be a Jersey signing day for everybody who's a member of the Auburn University football team and has signed on with the NIL Auburn and that they will come and sign jerseys and and take pictures and they will be compensated to do that. And that will be it. However, I think on the back end, the people who we were always wondering, man, did they did we get outbid for a player that we thought was committed to us for two years? That's still going to happen. I think that still happens. I think the boosters don't have to try to get the players in the door through NIL, let's just go back to what we were doing, putting a bag of money on somebody's stoop in the middle of the night, ringing the doorbell and running off, and then players are coming to the same three programs. They get all the best players till the end of time. I don't think that changes. That was working before. It was always against the rules. I think it'll continue to be against the rules. Maybe a player didn't have to hide it with the Wild West NIL that had just started over the last few months. Players didn't have to hide that. Boosters could just sign a couple checks, sign a couple uh, business deals. Players are in the door. They've been promised things. They get it, and it's over. So it won't be that wild anymore. But the best programs, the programs that care the most to put down money to win, will still do that. They will never not do that. And I think it'll still be the same suspects as far as who's willing to spend the most to win. It'll be the biggest programs, the programs that recruit the best right now. And name, image, and likeness will be tamped back to just be that for the collectives. But the boosters don't have to put their their money in that hat. They can go back to doing it how they did it before, which is, I want that guy here. Tell me how to get him. That, that's what I think it's going to look like. You know, there's a statement that says, if you're not cheating, you ain't trying. 
And so the I Patriots motto. It's only <laughs> the Notre Dame over there thing. It says win the day or whatever. What does it say? Notre Dame is something in their like locker room when they leave. Yeah. I uh, forgot what it is. gold if you're a pansy. I think it's what it says. In it's something like that. Uh, I, yeah, so. well, sure, right. that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, now it's, that's, the, that's over the Patriots doorway. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They tap it on the way out to the field. Put your cameras on, guys. Put the cameras in your helmets, please. Thank you. That's what they do. It, it seems like the NCAA... It, it's funny... It's funny that this is coming from the NCAA, which most people feel... Uh, have no moral high ground to actually try to enforce this, uh, considering how people have accused them of uh, being um, not so on the up and up. But do they have a point in terms of? And I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm asking this to you, Ike. I mean, Mike. I, I promise your victory lap is 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 around the corner. Oh, I, I got a lot more to say than that, <laughs> Ike. In terms of the spirit of of trying to to address. The, I guess, not address the void between the haves and haves not. Is is this the NCAA trying to get ahead of something that was appeared to be getting completely out of control? Uh, this was uh, a band aid at best. Um, they're gonna have to get super into the weeds on this to even begin to sniff the surface of making this uh, remotely. Uh, something that people have some that has some real teeth to it and some compliance. I think the interesting part of this is the is the rule 3 and we can we throw that back up there real quick that graphic um and and I think that the most interesting part of this is the third one if schools suspect that they may have violated NIL rules concerning pay for play and improper inducements they are expected to report to the NCAA. Who do you think is telling on themselves in this scenario? I just I like I, I understand that maybe you're like, hey, if you tell us first, it's going to be worse than if we find out on our own. Uh, maybe that's the reason they had to throw this in here. But I'm just like, yeah, this is not happening. <laughs> Nobody's doing this. Nobody's being like, yeah, I think we, uh, hey, hey, NCAA, I think we, I think we might have cheated. Um, <laughs> so, like, who, I just, whatever. Anyway, I thought that sir, was Sir, I cheated, sir. <laughs> Yeah, but self-reporting has been a thing. Like, like it is, but I just all don't time. think that that's happening. They just self-report the weakest violations that they know right. won't land. I don't think that that's happening at all here. Like, they're going to be like, oh, um, coach, coach, I touched the ball last. Listen, that stupid commercial with uh, the dude, the little basketball <laughs> commercial dude was like, no, coach, I touched it. It's out on me. <laughs> Get out of here, man. You're not doing that, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but I do find it interesting that – Rule number two, or the the point number two that's in there exists with the they plan to retroactively go after egregious uh, let's, violations. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's 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 actually talk about this. This was actually my opportunity to let Mike Jig do do his victory lap. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tee you up here, Mike, because I think it's interesting because I think that the NCAA already has in mind some people that they're going to investigate about this. And they're like, I'm telling you now, we're coming for you, and it's gonna we're we're bringing the hammer with us. So come on through, my G. and let's talk about what that bullet point is. Yeah, uh, the NCAA can pursue possible sanctions against anyone who has, and I put in quotes on purpose, egregiously 
violated these rules since NIL rules were instituted. So in other words, since what was it, July or was it June, the NIL became a thing? Mm -hmm. Since then, if you have violated these rules, the NCAA, depending on what they term to be is clear violation. Yeah, I was about to say the egregious is the portion that it's like, okay, yeah, you violated, but it wasn't egregious, so we're not going to do anything. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. So so let me give you some examples of some big NIL deals, right? Miami Hoops transfer. I don't know if you heard about this guy. Nigel Pack transferred from Kansas State to Miami and he signed a $800,000 deal with Life Wallet. The owner of Life Wallet is John Ruiz. Okay? Texas started a charity called Horns with Heart, which provides at least 50K to every scholarship O lineman on the roster. 75. 75. Yes. Okay. This led to the Longhorns landing a pretty impressive O-line class for 2022. So there are examples of things that could hit the NCAA's radar, right? And when you talk about going back and addressing people who may have egregiously violated these rules. But Mike G, Mike Stradamus, <laughs> you, talked, you talked about the NCAA Actually, once these rules come come out, going after some schools that they are kind of on to. Your moment is here, sir. Oh, I just want to clarify. These aren't new rules they're making up. The things they're talking about were always against the rules. It's people just didn't bother. to. They're going back and they're clarifying now to make sure that people understand that these things are against the rules. The, the, the spirit of NIL was always against inducements. That's your buzzword right there, inducements. You cannot, as a university, use an NIL deal to induce an athlete to attend your university. Attendance cannot be contingent upon participation or attendance at any particular university. That was always in the rule books. It was always in the rule books. And and so, like, I got to say, first of all, I got the victory lap belongs to Auburn compliance. These guys had it right from the jump. And a lot of our ignorant fans who were just running around mad that Auburn wasn't throwing money around to get recruits using inducements. And our coaches weren't out there towing the line. Well, you can talk about NIL. Yes, you can talk about NIL, but there's not a lot you can legally say. They knew that. We stayed on the right side of it. I don't care what other schools are doing. I don't. I don't care that it worked for them because if retroactively they're getting hit, how much did it matter? And if those kids lose their eligibility over it, how much did it matter? We got to draw the line between morality and winning at some point. 
The point was, is that NI, name image likeness was supposed to be about the student and the business being allowed to make a deal without the university, the coaches, or any big booster involved. At Auburn, if, you're on, if you sit on the board of trustees, you are excluded from engaging in any NIL deal with an athlete for obvious reasons. It's a common sense rule. This was always coming. So it may have looked like the Wild West, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, maybe on the other end of it, the, the cheating that everybody thinks is going on, it doesn't have to happen. Your recruiting list is public. What you need is you need an engaged alumni base that will see who you're going after and approach those athletes with deals once they sign with your university. As a coach, you need to be able to point to the businesses that are making deals. Bruce Pearl told us this. And say, hey, look at our Jabari Smiths are signing NIL deals. You are not going to have a problem getting one if you come here. It's still going to be the best athletes getting the best deals. And there will be deals available to, you know, average performing athletes. For not a lot in return, but I mean, I just think it's, it's, you, it, it's, it comes down to you're not allowed to get money and do nothing. We did an interview with Rick Davidson right. from NIL Auburn. Right. He said that. He said each athlete has a fulfillment. You got to go through that fulfillment. And I said, what happens if a student transfers? He said it's not contingent upon attendance at Auburn. But we made it real easy. If they transfer and they don't want to fulfill their obligations, they just stop getting paid. Right. Or and if they got the paid rules. in advance, then they owe money back. They owe well, money you, back. You either got to do the stuff or you got to give us the money back. That's how it works. You, right. right. And, and that's the, the clear thing that a lot of these things need to be clear or, or a lot of these businesses need to understand. It is not show up and play football and get paid. No. You got to do something else outside of the football field in order for this to be illegal. Autograph sessions, appearances. Uh, 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 virtual meet and greets. Literally, there's a whole list of things. And when you go to NIL's Auburn's website, you can see the list of things that your contribution gets you. That keeps us well within the spirit. So all we need to do as a fan base and as the Auburn community is just step up and put money towards those things so it becomes worth more money to the athletes that sign up. It's really that simple. People got all up in arms about Texas A&M's class. I don't think Jimbo Fisher had to get involved. They have plenty of enthusiastic boosters at Texas A&M that don't have to be told to throw money behind NIL. The only question is whether or not the conversations about those NIL deals happened and were contingent upon commitment. And that's where you're going to have to figure out how these conversations are happening because that turns into an inducement. It well, has to be. You, the, the NCAA cannot control businesses and they can't control really what high school athletes are doing. The rules are aimed at putting the onus back on the university. They're saying, just like always, you're responsible for what happens under your roof. Yeah, correct. No matter I what. Mean, 
They, so they can't, but the part of the rule is about boosters and collectives, right? And so they're saying specifically these entities, not the university, because if the university does it, that's always been against the rules. It's the boosters right. and the collectives that are reaching out to potential folks and saying, hey, if you transfer here, there's there's a bag involved for you. Right, right. If you sign here, there's a bag involved for you. But what, you the NCAA, what the NCAA is saying is that the university is responsible for monitoring these deals and making sure they're on the up and up. Correct. And if they suspect— that one of these deals may not have happened the right way, they're expected to self-report. If they find right. out that it happened and you didn't, just like any other NCAA violation since the history of time, you're going to get hammered. That's so, it. They're just making sure that people understand these aren't new rules. This was always coming. I try to explain it to people. And God, man, if you go on some of these boards, it, like the ignorance listen, that existed listen. around we're, we're NIL. On, I hate to cut you off, Mike, but I, I, I'm not on the boards, but I'm just on social media. Just as bad. Right. Crazy. And the like Julian Phillips, mm-hmm. he met he met with the G League today. Right. And I, I saw a comment. Auburn needs to step up its NIL. And I'm thinking, what? How? Step up what? <laughs> how? <laughs> like, how do you propose Auburn do that in light of these rules? You, right. you, pers- random social media person, <laughs> are who you're talking about. <laughs> but see, even with that, like, what do you expect for, okay, so a booster, again, a booster can't go to Julian Phillips and be like, no. hey, man, you can't go to the G League, bruh, uh, but... If you want to come to Auburn, we got X, Y, Z. Like, he can't do that. All they can do right. is throw— You, if, you, if, you, you if set you up a deal impact with a kid Julian, that's already if, signed. Right. If you, if you want to impact Julian Phillips coming to Auburn, take a bunch of money and dump it into NIL Auburn so they can advertise, we just got an injection of funds of $50,000 to give to new athletes. And then Julian Phillips is like, oh, work. They got that kind of brand to throw around to athletes. Right. I need to go to Auburn. Or mm-hmm. Auburn University can get on their PR game like they have been talking about the deal Eculiota has with Under Armour or the Dunkaroos thing that Walker Kessler signed. Continue to put out there, these are the type of deals our athletes are getting so that people can look and be like, oh, they they getting people deals, deals down That's there it. at Auburn. Also, the list of uh, university sponsors, like businesses that work with the university – it's public. They can say, hey, listen, we have uh, 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 comprehensive res- relationships with a lot in our community. So if you come here, you'll be able to take it. I'm sure they'll be, oh, they can talk to you more about what they can do. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you the opportunity exists here to take advantage of NIL. So if you want to be successful at NIL, the kids who have already signed, Janai Broom. Uh, 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 Trey Donaldson, uh, um, uh, who am I missing? Who's the other five star? Uh, Johan, mm-hmm. hit these kids with NIL deals, yeah, and that is your signal to Julian Phillips. That's your flair. That hey, if I come, I'm a five star. Tell them to get what they got. Right. It's really that simple. That's all you have to do to stay within the rules. But again, because boosters cannot. The habitual line steppers boosters are. They, they cannot resist the temptation to step over the line and go to the high school recruit to try to get an edge. The, these rules are coming out from the NCAA saying, hey, you can't do that. Habitual line steppers, by the way, sounds like a, a really fire, like old school cover band. I think it was a Dave Chappelle reference. <laughs> it was. It was. Okay. Shout, like, shout, shout out to the late Charlie Murphy. I, I was trying to think if it was, I said, was that Dave Chappelle or was it? But mm-hmm. I, I just think. 
that I think it's a smart rule, first and foremost, because you have to regulate the booster somehow. And Lane Kiffin has a legitimate gripe when he says, listen, that kind of money doesn't exist in our alumni base. I'm screwed. But, okay, so I, I got a question for you, though, Mike. And here's what I want to know. And this is, again, what, what will have to be defined. Last question, and Mike answers before we go to the break. Okay. If I am considered a booster because I have given a certain amount of dollars to the university to help whatever program, whether it's basketball, football, whatever, can I still contribute money to NIL? Am I a booster and contribute to a collective? And if I have done either one or both of those things, are you saying a business that I own cannot offer an independent deal separate from NIL to a player, even if the deal is only up and up? So it's it's not a sideways, uh, you know, it, it's not a, hey, man, why don't you come and take pictures in front of my chicken farm and promote my chicken farm, and then I'll give you $100,000 because I'm a farmer magnet because somebody in the Auburn alumni base is, is banking off of agriculture because we do it. We do it all. So at what point, and also on top of that, what is the dollar amount that makes me a booster? If I am a scholarship giver, then I have given money to the ath- to the athletic department. Where it's, Where it's is that line? Boosters, I, it's though. not boosters, though. Like yeah, it's, it, it it's doesn't matter. If you're, yeah, it's not, it's not boosters, so, so to speak, like, I mean, if you're a booster, you can you can hand out NIL deals. The rules just stipulate that you cannot go to a recruit before he signed and offer him a deal. The oh, spirit, that's it? The, the, the yeah. spirit it's, of it's, F- the, it's the members of the board. Like if you're on the you and, know, and that's the, an the Auburn board, rule. Yeah, the and board of trustees. You have a, a direct affiliation with the university, then they don't want you getting involved in booster stuff. Yeah, oh, they need to say it's a smart easy. rule. Big, because why, technically, I mean, it's almost like you're kind of part of the university, but right. not. You're a university administrator. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, so it, Tim, it, makes, it makes it murky. So Tim Cook could drop a billy on, on in Auburn NIL. If he wanted to. When Yellowwood could not. Correct. That correct. is 100% correct. Yes, Tim Cook can huh. drop as much money as he want to. Yellowwood's not a uh, Jimmy Ryan. Not allowed can. to do it. Right. Yeah. Huh. So again, I can. We can offer. Listen, the War Report right now. Technically, we're boosters. Facts. You know why? Because to buy the season tickets that we give away, you right. have to make a contribution to the university. Right. We can offer an NIL deal to an athlete right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. The idea is we have stepped over the line if we go to a recruit and say, if we come go to, to Auburn, and yeah, and you'll sign NIL with us. Yeah. That's against the rules. But once okay. he signs, he's fair game. Because okay. attendance should be contingent upon the, the, the opportunity to participate athletically. Come to Auburn because we got a, a dope-ass basketball program and a great coach. After you get here, the money will work itself out. Right. You keep keep the focus in recruiting on opportunity to participate athletically. Yes. That's what the NCAA is trying to do here. Our compliance department got it right. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how far we fell behind in in the last recruiting cycle. We got it right. Because I'm telling you, if some big story breaks because some kid couldn't keep his mouth shut about all the dollars he got, and, and, so, and, and because the NCAA has been historically so uneven about how they arbitrarily enforce rules on people, yeah, 
I just don't want Auburn to be towing the line when, when they start handing down punishment. Because you know we're the ones that are going to get hit. They wanted to hammer us in the Bruce Pearl thing. They couldn't because our compliance department got it right. They did what they were supposed to do. I expected nothing less in this. I've spoken with Auburn Compliance. We still have that interview coming. They were going to interview with us a couple weeks ago, but they said, Mike, there's some things coming down the pipe. Hold on before we do this interview because we want to make sure that it's comprehensive of everything. I said, okay, we'll slow our roll. But they're going to come on and tell you guys themselves. Super impressed with these guys. Auburn University doing things the right way. Put that in the creed. Doing things the right way. Uh, hey, baby. Hey. Thanks, thanks for that, Mikey. <laughs> I wish you had never heard that song. He's going to make you hate it in a minute. I'm going to play it on the broadcast here in a second. You are, you now, are now listening, listening to, to 